back and welcome to the Millennial Momentum Podcast. This is your host, Tommy Tahoe Lamo. Uh, really excited that you're here. Um, thanks for joining. I'm on you know, a path for a better life, right? You know, I want to make more money. I want a promotion. I want uh, to be healthier. I want better relationships. You know, I want it all. And uh, I know you do too. And, you know, this is my journey uh, to learn about that and to get 1% better every day. And, you know, hopefully I can inspire you and help you to do the same. So, Really grateful that you're listening in today. Um, got a fun episode, uh, just kind of a new uh, Sunday edition here uh, for you. A conversation uh, between me and and you know one of my best friends, Ryan Warner, who, uh, as you may know, started this podcast with me just about a year ago. We're we're, we're close to that one year anniversary mark. So we were up, uh, he, myself, and uh, my girlfriend Julia, we were up in Edmonds, Washington about a month ago running a, a trail half marathon and you know, we decided it, it was the first time we'd seen each other in a long time, probably you know four months or so. So we uh, decided to put on the mic and we talked about goal setting, we talked about uh, other podcasts, we talked about sales, uh, his new job, the Jesse Itzler course I'm in right now. We talked about the half marathon a little bit. It was a fun. It's a fun conversation. Uh, pull the onion back a little bit and learn more about me. Learn more about him. Um, and it's just an informal talk um, about you know what's interesting us right now. So I uh, hope you enjoy that. Uh, if you find any value in uh, what we're doing here today, uh, the blogs, other previous podcasts, it would be super helpful uh, if you did a few things. You know, one would be subscribe wherever you're listening to this, and leave a review, a five-star. It helps so much to help get this message to more people um, and you know help inspire others, which is really the goal here. Um, and then you can also find more info from me um, at Tommy Tahoe on all social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, um, Facebook, and you can also check out TomAlamo.com. That's T-O-M-A-L-A-I-M-O.com. Really grateful you're listening. Love to hear any feedback from you. Um, and now let's just get right into the conversation with me and my buddy. And I uh, hope you guys have a great Sunday. Out. What's up, Big Cat? What's up? Edmonds, Washington. It's July. Sun's out. Summer's in full bloom. We're up here in the Pacific Northwest about to run a race. What's up? PNW. RW's return to the podcast. That's it, man. It's been it's probably... Up. 35 episodes. Probably, dude, at least. When did you stop? 30? 20? My last episode was... Was it Pfeiffer? If so, that was a good one to end on. He's a great Great one. one. He's one of my favorites. I'm not fucking around. Not fucking around. Love that one. He's coming back, subtle plug. Dude, you have a lot of guests coming up. A lot of guests. Can you say? Can you say anything? I can say a few. I can say... Some of them are in the pipe right now, so I don't want to necessarily jinx it. You know, we got the email exchanges Docu going back and forth. If the, if I don't have the I O in house, you can't paycheck in my pocket. Well, what can you say? What can you say? What can I say? He's but got some good guests, people. Bottom I got, he's got some good guests. Pfeiffer's coming back on. Very exciting. He's writing a book. Wrote a book. Beautiful. Pro pro lacrosse player. One of the best lacrosse players of all time. I don't know anything about lacrosse. I know nothing about it. But he's he's good. He's he was on. Uh, I think he was on Aubrey Marcus's. I have a guess for you. Who you got? My my episode number two, Jake Herbert. Yeah. Dude, he would he's love good. Him. Yeah, he's Olympian, but he's big into like real estate sales now. Very really? much a mindfulness guy. You would love mm. him. Yeah. You know, I was talking to, speaking of mindfulness of people that you wouldn't expect, one that I did this week, you know Goddard Abel? Never heard of him. He started 
big machines sold to Oracle for 500 mil. Started Steelbrick, sold to Salesforce for a couple hundred mil. Now he's he's CEO of G2 Crowd. You have him? Yeah, we talked this week. Nice. And his whole thing was on mindfulness. He was like, Dude. chill. Like I was like, you don't seem like a guy that's worth like a couple hundred million dollars. He was just like very calm and like talked about Eckert Toll the whole time. And Do you know like the story on what those guys did? After they no. sold big machines to Oracle, they had a one-year non-compete. They all went to Mexico for a year. This is as the story goes at the Salesforce floors. <laughs> they all went to Mexico for a year, waited for their non-competes to boil out. Like 366 days later, they build the same product, but on Force.com and sold it to Salesforce. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Is like it's almost the, the, exact the products same. were the same. That's why I didn't I didn't want to get into it. But I was like, just how the is that underlying architecture is different. And why did they have to go to Mexico? Well, they, they, they have to spread the whatever. They could have gone anywhere. The they could have gone to Fuji. They don't have to flee the country. They're just badass like that. How sharp is that? Yeah, and crazy. And they just rebuilt on a different tech stack. That guy was like a fucking genius. I was excited for that one. I couldn't yeah. really like talk on the same plane as him. Ben Newman was one of my all-time favorites for you. He was a good one. Love that. What do you do on Friday? What's it? Create what? distance. Create distance. I tweet Fridays. that every Friday now. I love that. I, and I tag him. We have like a thing. We don't really talk much, but he knows. He knows. You ever, would you ever have Jimmy Alt back on? Jimmy Altucher? Yeah. Yeah, I'd have him back on. He's a good one. He's a goof. I like that guy a lot. I'd like another round with Mike Gervais. You hear this, Mike Gervais? I'd like another round. Because when we had What's him, up, you were so excited. When you got him, you, I remember you called me and when we were at work, and you were like, dude, you'll never guess who's coming on. Michael Gervais. I go, who the fuck is Michael Gervais? Mike, you don't mean it, Mike. You don't mean it. <laughs> Like, oh, he, he works with the Seahawks. I'm like, I fucking hate the Seahawks. Dude. Now, I can't get enough of him. I listen to every single Fying Mastery. Have he you really? posts something on Link. Not everyone ever, but, but everyone much. since in the last two months. Did you say that's your favorite podcast? One of them? Top three favorite podcasts. Top Go. three? It's He's top three. The rest of your life, you have three to listen to. Finding Mastery. Joe Rogan. Love it. You're welcome on both of those. Yes. True. Um, I would have said Tim Ferriss a year ago. I think his new shit's weak. Tim, your new shit does Like, suck. some of them, it's like, he just redid a podcast that someone else... He just, like, took the podcast of someone and then just, like, played it. And he's like, he, all right, I'll make a hundred grand on this. His new shit is weak. His old stuff. It was so good. Like, awesome. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Tim Fox. Kennedy, Timmy Ferris. That was all... Yeah. Dude, forgot about Jamie Foxx. That's one of my all-time favorite ones. That's crazy good. There's so much good stuff in there, so you almost have to say it, but... I don't know. Those two and maybe... I like how I built this a lot, too. See, it's just too NPR boring for me. I try to listen to it. It's just they're so soft-spoken. There's no personality. Like, yeah. I'm honestly curious what your third would be. Like, what are some other ones, though? There's a few like, other ones that, like, maybe would, would compete. I think School of Greatness is, a, is also watered down. I thought it was a lot better before with Louis Howes. I haven't been on it for years. It's off it. I think that's watered down. Um, Rich Roll Podcast, do you listen to it? Sometimes. Jimmy Alt, do you listen to it? Sometimes. Like, when was the last time you listened to... Like, what are the... All right. I'll tell you my top three, but I'm really asking because I want new podcasts. I need to get back to Funny Mastery, because that was my only Funny Mastery is great. I've been listening... A new one, this is not in the same realm, not in the personal development realm, but still, it, I'm actually really hot on this one. The Pat McAfee Show? You know who he is? No. So he was... The punter for the Indianapolis Colts, best punter in the league for like 10 years, and he like partied. Like, there was one time, because I have family there, they all know this, like, he got arrested like the night after a game for swimming in the river, like, crazy. Quit last year to go work for Barstool. So it's him and like his five buddies, and they have 
every episode. They don't do it like the full thing is like an interview. They'll talk and then they'll whip in like 15 minutes here with someone. Every episode has two to three Hall of Famers in some sport. Really? Like and they're crazy. They're just it, or is it like, like serious? Uh, it's a little of both. Like a lot of times they'll talk to players that just retired and like they'll talk about the career. They'll talk about some funny shit, and then they'll talk about this like entrepreneurial thing they're doing. Like they had Wes Welker last like this week's episode was like Wes Welker um, on the same show or multiple shows in a week. Sometimes it's like they had three in one. Wow. But sometimes it's multiple. But they had like Sean Merriman. Remember that linebacker for the Chargers? Sounds weird. He's lights out. I, I, I trust that they're all. Wes Welker. Yeah, I mean, is and they're hilarious. So it's kind of a little serious, funny. And I just like how we, thinking about like trying to make a podcast entertaining, like thinking about from like yeah. trying to make my shit better. Yeah. He's an interesting list. Oh, Gary V Audio Experience. I was, I was holding my back pocket. Because I don't think of that as a podcast. It's, I just think of that as just they're like. They're not podcasts, really. But they are. They he's, are. He I revolutionized the game. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's probably one, number one. Actually. To your point, one that's kind my of My bad, like, Gary. My bad. Gary, we love you. Um, one that's more similar. I was thinking that I'm shocked we have not Gary V on a podcast at this point. I would have thought we would have. Anyway, um, the come. one I really it's coming. like that's kind of outside personal development. It's called, do you know who David Axelrod is? No. He was Obama's speechwriter. Oh, okay. It's called The Axe Files. He's <laughs> had man. on... Steve Kerr, awesome. Mm. Um, Theo Epstein, awesome. Mm. Charles Barkley, awesome. Sometimes, like, the Theo Epstein one was all about, like, his background and, like, kind of like a biography on him. But then Charles Barkley was all about, was a little bit more political. He's a political guy. But then the Steve Kerr one, like, Steve Kerr is like, dude, he might be my new guy. Why? He's just really unconventional way he thinks. You know, he he lived most of his life in Europe up until he was in high school. Didn't know that. His dad was murdered in the... Um, in the Beirut conflict in the in the nineties, his dad was the president of the American University in Beirut. Fucking also very good at Beirut, aka beer pong. What's that? <laughs> Beirut is another word for beer pong. Oh really? You never heard it called no, that? I did not know that. Yeah. No, I had no idea. That's like a New England thing, I think. Oh, shit. it's kind of fucked up. That's fucked up. Never even heard. I... He anyway, but but this guy, think about Steve <laughs> Kerr. One, they talk a little bit about how they turned down. Or they were not invited to Trump for the world, for the championship, but they wouldn't have gone anyway. Every team usually goes to see the White House. Or, oh, went. Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Steve Kerr, you know, Steph yeah. Curry said we're not going, and then right. Trump said we're not invited. Right. So they talked a little bit about that, but it was also like this, this guy played with Jordan. Yeah. Was coached by Phil Jackson. Then went to San Antonio, played with David Robinson. Was coached Duncan. by Pop and Tim Duncan. And now he's coaching Curry. Now he's coaching the, yeah, probably the best, Curry, Durant, maybe the best team ever. But he's he's like a Phil Jackson Popovich. He's awesome. like very cool, calm, collected. Calm, like you never see him get. They do talk about the time though where up. he went off and called the like said the ref is like a fucking idiot, and yeah. he's talking about how embarrassing it was that his daughter sent in the video of the meme of him online. Ooh. It was heavy, dude. You can all listen to that one. Wow, it was really good. I'll check that one out. But I was gonna say, so I might check out the McAfee one. I need to see. It's, Rogan is my comedy one though. I always want to have one to listen to when I'm making dinner. Yeah, some of his are serious, some of him are not. Aren't yeah? That's the Bible though. Yeah, Joe Rogan's the Bible. Yeah, Finding Get, Mastery is awesome. Finding, Ma- I, I would go, I would go Rogan, Gary V, uh, Finding Mastery. Yep. I would go Gary V in the mornings. Yeah. If I have to be specific, I would go Gervais, like a weeknight where I've got like an hour, like in you know I I can think you kind of have to think you really have to listen Gary V you can kind of get hyped up Gary V you and then can like email and do it I can't listen to email and do the other one and like Joe Rogan is like. 
a Saturday morning or something yeah. where I'm like trying to just like chill. Yeah. Maybe I'm making breakfast. I'm just hanging out. Maybe I'm going for a run or something like long activity. I'm just like chilling. So I had a weird thought about this. So I pretty much always yeah. have to have some noise going on in the background. Like, you know, I can't sleep without a noise fan. Yeah. I don't like to have like no sound on, but I was thinking about it. I That's kind of weak. But how often in human history are humans around no sound? If you're in the wild, there's always sound. Sitting in a house where it's like pretty much soundproof. I like guess. That radio silence, we're not used to that. Whenever in the history of humans, except for the last 60 years, were you ever around no sound? If you're in the nature, that shit's loud, dude. Birds are chirping, cicadas are hissing. I've never thought about like, I've thought about it recently where it's like, I don't spend enough time where it's just silent. Where it's like, outside just me and silent, my thoughts. Or, that's fine. But I'm saying like, if you're outside, there's some background ambient noise. Right. There's always sound. I'm just saying... Being in a house with the windows closed in the winter, where there's no ambient noise, it's just complete. Maybe no that's background good noise. for you though. You get a little thought going. Control I like having thoughts in like the nature, where you hear like some birds chirping and shit. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. I, I was thinking about it because I was like, is it weak that I sleep with noise? But no, that's so. not weak. No. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Anyway, so I so folks, Tommy and I haven't seen each other since end of February, March one. Yeah. So four months. A lot of this More conversation is. A general catch-up anyway. Um, a general catch-up as well as the podcast. Yeah. What were we just talking about? Oh, you signed up Itzler. for a class online. Itzler. Hit me. Who's Jesse Itzler? What's the class? Hit me. Love it. All right. So I'm excited to talk about this. And we actually haven't talked about it. We were in a car coming back from the grocery. Started talking about it. Said, no, we need to wait till we get in front of the mic. So Jesse Itzler, quick rundown. So he is he's an entrepreneur. He's been around. He um, owned uh, Marquee Jet that sold to NetJets for like $400 million. And then he was a key partner in Zico Coconut Water, which sold to Coca-Cola for like $7 billion or something. like. Not that much, but a lot. And now he owns the Atlanta Hawks. His net worth is like $400 million. And his wife, Sarah Blakely, is the youngest female billionaire in the world. She's uh, founded Spanx by herself, no partners, no funding. And they're like, that's like multi-billion dollar company. I didn't know so that. them together is like probably close to two, like $2 billion. Okay. So he knows a thing or two. And he's, a, he's an endurance runner. So he's run 100 miles in a row. He's done um, just other like ultra marathon type stuff. He's done like um, not Ironmans, but like triathlons where it's like running and paddle boarding. He'll like paddle board like 20 miles. Mm. And it's like some weird shit. So he's an intense dude. And, you know, his whole thing is, he calls it building your life resume. So he's like, your resume, like everyone knows you got to build your resume. You have to have good experience. But he says, like, your life is, like, you should build up everything in your life. Like, all the experience you have. Not just like, I worked at, like, whatever, Tech Target for three years. So right. he turned 50. And the way he thinks about it is, like, average American lives to 78. It's like, my parents... I'm saying this as if I'm him. My parents are 75. I have three years with them. But I don't have three years. I see them twice a year. I'm going to see my parents six more times if I'm lucky. Does <laughs> he still write the number of days left in his life on his hands? He used to, but his wife made him stop because it was freaking her out. He used to, yeah, write it down. If he left, lived to 78, how many yeah. days left he would have. He's intense. It's like his, his uh, relationship with time, he says. So that's got him thinking like, hey, I want to maximize my time like, whether that's with work, whether that's like with travel, experiences with his kids and his wife and his friends and all that shit. So 
It's about building your life resume. So it's a course he offers. Course he offers. Um, so it's eight weeks, and there's about 200 people in it, and it was $200 each. So it really wasn't that much money, it's but nothing. Yeah. no. Um, and someone that I've I've been following for a while, and so there's like eight different. One call a week. Is it a WebEx? Like what, what is Zoom. It? Yeah, Zoom. for an hour. It's live. Is it a video him? No, it's... Well, the the weekly... So there's a weekly call where he has an agenda and he has a topic and he goes through it. Um, but and it's then him. It's him, yeah. And is it a video him or no? No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an audio. Okay. But then there's... He does Facebook Lives, which is live video. For anyone he, or just for the course members? For the court, We have a private Facebook group. Nice. So once a week, he'll do a Facebook Live for like 30 minutes and... He'll talk and like people will type shit and like he'll kind of like jive with you a little bit, but it's usually like a thought that he has. He's like, "Hey, I'm here and I was just at this conference and someone said this and it had me thinking about this and I want to share it with you guys." Like that type of a thing. Nice. And then this week he did a, a a second call that was a live Q and A. People were typing questions and he was answering. So any given week the, there could be the three cup. different pieces of content. Yes, and then he gave us gives us a notebook like a workbook like 50 pages that you do in between each session. So it's about like the mindset, it's about goal setting, it's about like living healthy, It's and that's all we've gotten to so far. I think he has like a few guest speakers coming in and stuff, and it's pretty much just like having the mindset of like, all like you go all in all the time. Like one thing that stood out to me was like, he says you don't, like you don't wait to drink the good wine. Like go fucking all in, all, like don't save what you wanna do for later. Like don't say, oh I'll go there next year, or like, I'll start a business next year or I'll spend more time with my kids next year. Like, fucking go in all in all the time. Right now. That's his mindset. So that was the takeaway for you from week one? From week one, that was a major takeaway um, that he had. And then week two, he was talking about his entrepreneurial journeys a little bit. Like, early on, mm -hmm. he was in the music industry. Hmm. He ended up, he was a white rapper for a while. One of the first white rappers. This is the craziest guy. And he, like, at one point, he... He wanted to work with uh, Run DMC, so I, I'm gonna butcher the story. But he call he cold calls like their manager or whatever. He's like, I want to book it with book uh, a deal or whatever he was doing with with uh, Run DMC. And he said that he was this other guy calling. He said that he was a black guy, yeah. like that was a famous person. Yeah. And the guy's like, All right, like if you're that famous, like imagine it's like you know P Diddy. He's yeah. like, Hey, this yeah. is P Diddy. I want to yeah. talk to Run DMC. And he's like, All right, you can come in. Shows up. Like, you're not P. Diddy. And he's like, yeah, I'm his assistant. He's going to come. I'll just meet Run DMC, and then he'll come in after. And the guy fell for it, and then he got a deal. He, that's how he got yeah. the deal? And then, like, on another one, he's selling Shit. He's selling um, a radio ad for and Foot Locker's his client. And he it's Grant Hill. You know Grant Hill. Mm -hmm. It was after Grant Hill's rookie season. So he won Rookie of the Year. He was, like, the, the fucking LeBron of that, yeah. like, year. And Foot Locker's like, all right, we'll give you the deal if you can get Grant Hill to fucking do an ad for a radio 30 seconds. And it's just like, I'm in. Let's do it. So he's a it. random salesman for a separate company. I think it's, he, he owns like a small little like marketing agency. He's trying to do, get he pitches Foot Locker. He's like, I can get Grant Hill. Doesn't know Grant Hill. Doesn't know anyone that knows Grant Hill. And they're like, if you can get Grant Hill 30 second ad, the Foot Locker CEO is like, you got a deal. We'll give you whatever, a million dollars right. or whatever. So that next day, and he's like, you have 48 hours to get me Grant Hill. So that next day, he flies on his own dime to Orlando. Hill has a game. <laughs> shows up at like 9 a.m. The players show up at like 4 p.m. So he's just like stalking the arena. What? Sees Hill. 
like go into the locker room. No. Stops him and he's like, "Hey man, like, you know, I'm I'm with Foot Locker. Your agent said this is cool. Like, you just gotta give me like a quick thirty second clip." And Hill wasn't buying it. And he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna lose my fucking job if you don't talk for thirty seconds." Gets the clip, goes back on a flight, gets the deal just How in time. How old was that? This- Probably very. They didn't like sue him for copyright. I don't know. How bad Because I'm going to lose my job if you don't do this. Yeah. So that, I was, love it. that was a rant. I love the hunger. I love the fire, dude. Love it's it. a fucking animal. God. It's just like, you put in 200 bucks, you put in a couple hours a week, and I know it's not one-on-one coaching. I'm not going to meet him. I'll probably do a podcast with him. I've been fucking emailing him like a hound on the side. You already know that. Client. You already know that. Now, are you still doing, um, what's Gervais' company? Compete to Create. Are you still doing personal coaching with them? I only did that one session. Was it good? It was... It was alright. Um, it was pretty expensive per session. And expensive. as an ongoing thing, that... Not sustainable? Not for me, no. Yeah. Not right now. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I like... Honestly... So what days of the week are the Itzler? Um, he does them on... He does the Facebook Lives on like Sunday... And then he has the calls on Thursdays, and then he records them if you miss them or you're traveling or have another meeting. What time on Thursday, do you know? Um, it's like in the afternoon. It's like an hour or less than that? Uh, like 40 minutes. Man, I think I might sign up for that. I love this idea. It's, it's good, a reasonable dude. cost. It's not so much where it's like insane, you know? It's one of those things like, all right, $200, like, all right, it's enough of an investment where it's not 10 bucks. Like, if I pay 10 bucks, I might even show you don't up. Give a crap. If I pay two thousand, that's a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. Two hundred bucks though, like I'll show up if it's I can get something amount. out of this that like yeah. I can make more money off of or, or be better then 100%. that's worth it. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's what I'm into. I'm trying to fucking I love it. Get out of the get out of the web a little bit. I love it, man. I love it. So what's your uh... you're just on the grind lately? Writing shit, artists getting picked up, grinding. What's your weekly cadence for articles? Um, do you date like weekly at least? Yeah, well I do. I always do one for the podcast episode, yep. which isn't really an article. No, it's kind of like a rundown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I usually do two then. So one of the podcast and then one other one. Love it. Either I'll put it out myself or I'll submit it to Quotable or yes, Thrive or one of those others. Dude, Quotable will not respond to me now that I love Salesforce. Really? No. And I have, like, I have some good shit. To, I, need a sales, I need a sales blog outlet, so I might just post it with you. HubSpot. Do that to can't, can't do it to your former people. Dude, can't do it, but I might have to. I might have to because. Could try or, Sales Hacker. Or the Adobe blog. But they were tough. Sales Hacker was tough. That was when we sucked at blogging, though. That's true. We off, And we didn't take any of their suggestions. We just like said one of them that we I took it very per- We didn't. Of what you're supposed to- we didn't follow the four agreements. And no. And if you've ever read the book, um, How to Lose a Million, How to Lose a Million Dollars, Tim Ferriss' number one book for financial success. It's, no, it's What I Learned Losing a Million Dollars. It's a great title. 100-page book. Tim Ferriss says he yeah. learned more about finance from that book. He says, we always personalize success. Like, you have a great meeting, you're like, that was because of me. Mm. And, but you, it's not. But you also well, personalize the losses, mm. um, which is not a good thing. You shouldn't personalize either of them, right? But you you personalize that. You took it personally, essentially. Right. You know? But I might have... See, the new space I'm in, Adobe's a big player. It's yeah. all about content management. So I bet Adobe has a blog. Um, I know they host the CMO blog. I don't know if they have a sales one. They're not really like a sales. No, that's true. They don't sell anything to sales. I don't no. think. Maybe I could go back to old Max. 
Yeah, hit him up. I don't know why I even think about that. I should. Former former podcast guest. One of my favorites, dude. Yeah, he was a good one. Think about how he likes to wake up in his room facing the south in the morning. Yeah. He's awesome. I like those hot, cold zones where it's like, you probably, I assume you probably do this when you work remote now, where it's like, he does, because he is always remote, and so is his whole company. So it's like, he doesn't go like nine to five. He goes like seven to 12, and then is off like 12 to three, and then goes three to eight or whatever. Like, because that's when his mind works well but that's what I've been doing at first I felt bad about not working out in the morning but like think about this way you do what's most important first right right but so if I'm a professional athlete I'm gonna work out first I'm not a professional athlete yes most important thing for me is close getting my mind right I mean I might as well be right getting my mind right but then doing the most important thing for my sales career in the morning yes so I felt bad about working out in the afternoon first because there's a certain satisfaction in getting a workout there right is. away. But there's also satisfaction to knowing that by noon, you have your two most important things done. Whether it's two hours of prospecting or whether it's prep. And some days, though, like depending on the day, the physical thing could be the most important. If you were like training for something and it's like, right. hey, look, I need to get a run in today based on how your day looks. And like, fuck, I have all, all these the meetings in the afternoon. Most important, rarely do I find that happening. Maybe. Well, I. that's a good point. But maybe it's the best time for it. Right. And I, But I'm liking it, though, too. Yeah. I'm like, I remember when Ben Hardy, also another great podcast. Mm. Dude, we had some great ones. Um, if you're listening to this, how about you just go, just fucking flip through the prime time. Like, Start there like was Cy Wakeman onward. There was like a, there was a heat from like episodes Dude. 13 with Wakeman through um, like, that was when we hit our peak. Because then it was Wakeman, Wade Burgess. People don't forget about don't him. Don't sleep on Wade. Don't sleep on Courtney Dewalter. How about James Altucher? Altucher, about Hardy, Roll? Gervais, Hardy, um, Jed, um, Jordan Belfort, Jordan Burroughs. Don't listen to Bill Cartwright, people. <laughs> Skip over Do that yourself one. Do a favor. Load up the gun and shoot yourself. You're listening to that podcast, right? Um, now there's just some. Those are some great podcasts. Yeah, Pfeiffer, and they were a lot of fun. Pfeiffer was awesome. That was a good. One. Um, I feel like we're missing some, some good ones too, but there was a lot. Yeah. But, um. What were you just we saying? About? I don't know. Shit. Talking about working out in the morning. Oh, Hardy. He goes, You actually. Sh-. I remember reading something. About he a said, little more. And he's like, You shouldn't. The night. <laughs> might as well. You shouldn't work out right away. It's not the most important thing for you. And at the time, I was like, and you a, you pretty much exclusively worked out in the morning. Only. And I was, but I also had a day job, too, where I had to be there at a certain time. But I kind of thought to myself, it's kind of like kind of like a soft way to think. Like, you shouldn't work out first. You can do something else first. Yeah. But my when I moved to Illinois and got in this new gig, my whole morning routine's changed. Do you hear my routine? Let's hear it. I will say one thing, though, Hit me. before you get into that, on the working out in the morning. what Maybe to explain what I meant before, I think sometimes that gives you that gets you in a great mindset mm-hmm. to take on the day if it's a quick one. Like, if I go on that Leavenworth run that's like two miles, hills, it's mile uphill. 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. It's quick. So it's not a big time commitment. And it just gets you fucking fired yeah, up. But let's hear, I want to hear the morning. My routine. Okay. Change drastically from when I wrote a blog article on my routine. How to win the morning. Yes. You have to win in a different way now. Win in a different day. Different, different way. So here's what I do. Wake up, I immediately, I set out a bottle of water from the night before, per Aubrey Marcus, room temperature water, I wake up, I drink 12 ounces of water, I do 15 burpees. Come. JDP. JDP's in the room. Hi. 
Yogi extraordinaire, Julia De Palma. Look her up, people. What's your handle, JDP? My handle? Instagram. Um, it's you gotta be quicker on Jules the Jules D Palm, D as in dog, P as in Paul, A L M. D as in dog. There it is. Thanks, JDP. <laughs> We're up in the PNW right now. I should have fucking Pacific Northwest. this. You think this is a waste of time of video? I think so. Okay. We're, we're grouped. Should have done it. It's all right. Hey. Moving. No excuses. I definitely no think we should re restart. No, with no, no. We're, yeah, we're rolling. <laughs> Not we got presto right time now. coming soon. Uh, all right. Morning routine I want to hear. Wake up. The first thing I do when I wake up. What time What time you go to sleep? And then what time you wake up? It's too because of my new, my new not going to the office. Okay. Latest I wake up is 6.30. Okay. No matter what, I just try to get 7. Because it really doesn't matter to me. 7 hours. Right. You got to. So, 12 ounces of water, room temp from the night before, 15 yep. burpees, right? And then what I do is I go into 10 minutes of meditation out of my patio. Describe that. Um, so, I have an outdoor patio. I set Not the up. patio. Describe the meditation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, the meditation is, um, it's, it depends on what I have going on that day. Sometimes, it's a visualization of a meeting where I literally will visualize the meeting from when I walk up to the receptionist and say, hey, Ryan Moore, I'm here for a two o'clock with Tom Lamo. And then I can imagine like, if it's like a marble floor, what the shoes sound like walking in, right? I can imagine meeting my guest in the lobby and I'm introducing everyone on my team there. And I can imagine like the small talk I'm gonna have with the person on the way to the meeting room. Okay. And then get to the meeting room, I imagine where I'm gonna sit. I imagine where my SE is going to sit. And I imagine like going through my introduction. Is there a certain spot that you like to sit in the room? I like to face the door, power move. Why is that a power move? Sandler told me. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And then I imagine going through my introduction. So like, you know, I'm trying to really, one of the executives at Salesforce when I was going through training said, your 15 minute, your 15 to 30 second introduction in the room is everything. You should have it down just as good as your pitch. Like it shouldn't just be my name is Ryan Warner. I'm an accounting executive. It should be, hey, my name's Ryan Warner, and really my role here is to learn everything I can about you and learn everything I can about how customers use our product to match up your challenges with what value we provide. Wow. So I don't say I'm an accounting executive. That's like, it means nothing. So I'm wow. trying to be more precise with the words. And I should have my fucking note. Well, I'm going to re-listen to this. I got to write that That's good. But I also like to good. say, I like to say, hey, so matter, and I always, at the beginning, I'll say, no matter if you're a big national bank like Wells Fargo or Chase, so I'm dropping customers already, getting some credibility, or a like a small mortgage company. Yeah. And so I try customers right away. Anyway, so I go through my That's smart. So I'm visualizing and visualizing my agenda, visualizing how I'm gonna kick it off. I visualize all the roles and I visualize it closing, right? Yep. And so sometimes I'll visualize or sometimes I'll meditate where I try to have the empty mind, right? Where I just have where I just try to watch my thoughts come and go. Doesn't yep. matter. Okay. Anyway. Do so you get time it? Ten minutes. Like on a phone? I did ten minutes this year, yeah. I like, use the okay. app Calm. And I just put on background sound of like the waves okay. crashing. Okay. 10 minutes this year, I used to do a five. Ten's a game changer, though. Yeah. So I never miss that. And then I go into, I do this turmeric tea where it's hot water, two, two teaspoons of turmeric, salt, sea salt, pepper, stir it up, drink it. Then I have bulletproof coffee. And I'll read for 30 minutes and I'll journal. Okay. Then I refill my coffee. What do you journal? I do my journal. Break, another breakthrough for me this year in journaling. Let's hear it. Freeform journaling. 100% freeform where... I used to journal like I'd have three sections of the page and it would be the same every day and it felt like a chore more than like fun. That's how I feel about no, journaling. I'm trying to get into a new... A couple things. So well, things I do every day in my journal is 
Sometimes I'll start by saying, man, great day. Here's what I've done so far. Or sometimes it's thoughts from the night before. Like if I had a great day, I'll be like, man, really loved hanging out with my brother. Really loved that meeting, whatever, right? So it's just yeah. whatever I'm thinking. Or if okay. I'm struggling with something, like I'll write down what I'm struggling with. Okay. Like some thoughts that are getting in my head that are annoying. Sometimes it's at least, it's always at least one page. Sometimes it's three. Mm. Sometimes it's three. Um, and that doesn't feel like a chore. No. God, no, I'm just flowing, dude. Okay. And sometimes I'll literally write what I just visualized, so it's like double reinforcement. Mm, okay. So, like for example, the other day, Breakthrough Journaling Day, I journaled what it would be like to sit at their sales meeting in six months and be rep of the year. And most likely I won't be rep of the year because there's a guy in our team that's killing it. But at least, well, you're not, not if you say that. But I should be rookie of the year. But anyway, my goal is rep of the year, right? Yeah, right. But so I go, what kind of person? And if your goal isn't rep of the year... Get out. Then we're not talking on the podcast. Right. But all right, go on. But it's like, what kind of person would I be sitting there if I am rep of the year? It's like, well, I'm a disciplined person. It's someone who hasn't missed a workout in six mm. months. I'm a confident person. Someone who you know, doesn't allow self-doubts to get in their way. Yep. Or, and I'm also like an enthusiastic person. I'm excited about each day. So like that same person, to get there, I just have to have a great day today. I can be a national champ today right. in the sales world by winning today. And that's all that matters. So mm. You write that or you're just thinking I write that? it. Yeah. Yeah. So you write generally the How, same message. I mean, not, not the thoughts are different, but then at the end, you always write that same. No. You write like the same lines like, no. I'm the sales rep of the year. No, no. Not, not that true. Some days I'll write my mission, which is like best salesperson in the world. Or sometimes I'll just write like my goals. And, yeah. And it's like, I got this from a Finding Mastery podcast. Let's say your goal is to be an Olympic champ for Michael Phelps. This is from okay. Bob Bowman, Michael Phelps' coach on Finding okay. Mastery. So your goal is... Be Olympic champ in okay. swimming. But what does that actually mean? Well, it means you have to swim a race in this time. Okay? And then okay. what can you do today to do that? Well, you could do X, Y, and Z today. So it's like, what's your goal? Yeah. What does it actually mean? Right. So if your goal is to be sales up of the year, what's it actually mean? Well, I got to sell three million bucks. Yep. What can I do today to move that forward? Yep. So I sometimes do that format, but every single day, no matter what, I'll journal the four Bs. And this is from Jake Herbert. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. Olympian, savage wrestler, just an all around positive guy. Loves life more than anyone I know. Four mm. B's are, it's very similar to Gervais. Four B's are body. Yep. So I, I keep it simple. I'm going to get a kettlebell workout in today. I'm going to get um, a run it, or I'm going to do a shake. So it's usually a workout and what my diet's going to be. Yep. Refined carbs, whatever. Number two, being. And every day it's the same for me. For my being, my mind, being is mine. Just keep yep. it that way. Yeah, and yeah, no, I'm. Read, meditate, journal. Okay. Number three is balance. This is something I was missing. So. I'm going to help a random person each day, whether it's a new guy on the team, whether it's... Give me an example of how you're doing that. Here's an example. Because I think that is the piece that gets overlooked by most people, Perfect myself example. included. Perfect example. I do it. I've really... And I the next day, I'll come back and look at my four beats from the day before. Yeah. And if I didn't check them off, it just gets carried over. Okay. So here's a perfect example, right? One of a, a, a friend of a friend in our group, we were at a house party about a month ago, and I'm talking to him, and he's like a very social guy, and he's like, yeah, I've always wanted to get into sales. I'm like, well, let's, let's meet. Let's talk about it. Because he's really sharp guy, mm. smart, but he's in product right now. But he could dominate sales. I know he could. Yeah. So I met him at the bar last Friday. We talked for an hour. Then I introduced him to one of my contacts, Brad Selinger. So mm. now they're going to talk. That's balance. Yeah, that's balance. So that's helping someone random that day. Love that. That's I've been trying to have such more emphasis on that. Like, yeah. One thing is the – I forget who is – this might have been from Pfeiffer about connecting other people. Like – I never ever like made intros and like right. thought of that. I've been really trying to have more of an emphasis on that. So it's like I see some like I talk to someone like here's an example. I was in Boston last week. 
I met with uh, met up with some uh, guys that I played tennis with. One of my buddies just graduated, fucking brilliant. But he got this math. He's like, uh, not the valedictorian, but he had a four zero finance and computer science degree. So he's really smart. But senior year, he got in. He had an accident and he had gotten into a coma. And he had this brain injury. Shit. And he had offers from like Google and all the, and Microsoft and all this shit, and they dropped him because he fucking you know almost died. And now he's back to health again, but he needs a he's looking for software engineering roles. So like that that's been in my head. So like I've introduced him to like five people yeah. the last like week, trying to like get something nice. going. Um, but that's something that's yeah. it's so easy to do. Like one thing a day, one person a day. So it could be something as simple as like I had a guest on Valentin Kalika, who's a 2016 Olympic wrestling coach. Um, he takes a summer camp every year. He takes 20 kids to Ukraine or Georgia, and like they're there for two weeks. And he's like, hey, I'm having trouble filling up my 20 kids. So I reached out to a high school coach I know. Three kids from there, their lives were changed because they went to this camp in Georgia. They spent two weeks on the border of Russia. So yeah. every day, so number three is balance. So yep. I'm still within journaling. Okay. No matter what I do every day is I do the four Bs. Body, balance. Body, being. So body's yep. working out. Yep. Being is your meditation. Balance. Balance is talking to a family member each day and helping a random person. Okay. So that's balance. And then the fourth one is business. Okay. Which is how do you – and my only goal every day is just how do I get peace of mind. And the only way you get peace of mind is by doing total effort and total focus while you're Johnny doing Wooden. Johnny Wooden. So how do you – all right, so what do you write for that for sales? So there's three things we're doing each day. I limited three things. Okay. So like on – like yes, Wednesday morning, I was traveling on Wednesday. My three things were – Super detailed prep for the two meetings I had, an hour worth of outbound, and then three is, third one that day was getting my thank you cards out. Mm. So It's simple. It's I, simple. I do a very similar thing on my to-do list. But I got it from you in the CEO the past fail day. So I'm trying to have 20 past yeah, days yeah. in July. I didn't have one this week, but I, I'm like fucking like 14 for 15. Mm. That's what I journal. And then I go in, then I refill my coffee mug and I go into the office. Because if you do, if you do that, we do those small things. I do it in a very similar way. I have five buckets. I have the my sales bucket. I have the millennial momentum bucket. I have my health. I have my relationships. And I have uh, my, I, I guess like mindfulness would be a word. So it's like something for my sales, something for the podcast, for the blog, for my networking, something like that. Something for if workout, diet, whatever it is relationships if that's family significant other friend whatever co-worker and then like you know meditation goal set like something mindful you can, every day or what's your meditation routine? i've been doing <clears throat> yeah i've been doing in the morning like five ten minutes my thing is wake up water i sit i do uh five to ten minutes meditate and then i do uh, kind of journaling i do a few things i'm grateful for Write down my goals. Is this the daily stoic still or different? When you're using Ryan Holiday's No, I, for a little, but then that started to feel like a chore. He was asking me too many deep questions first thing in the morning. Just get me free form. Just three things I'm grateful. This is what I got from Tony Robbins. Three things I'm grateful for. It's usually like two people and one small thing like the sun on my face. Yep. Being able to see. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm like, fuck, it's nice to have ten fingers. You know? (laughs) Shout out to Bill Henry. I saw the... Oh! Golden boy, where you at? Golden boy. He's not listening to this. No, to your point though, I was in an Uber the other day, and I looked up and I saw this lady walking down the street, and she was blind. And I go, God, it's good to see. Mm. Like fuck, dude. Like you don't think about it enough. Anyway, so you do three things you're grateful for. Three things I'm grateful for. I write down. I write down my goals. 
I have one. I, those same five buckets. I have goals for, for the, the day. Um, no, I write them down for. I have a goal that I want to accomplish by the end of the year. Okay. And it's the same thing every single day. I write down those five, and then flip the page, and then it's those five. Like, what am I going to do today? One thing I'm going to do today to push it forward. Yep. One percent better a day. Exactly. If I can do those five things, I'm good. And sometimes you just don't do, like. The day gets away from you like two days ago, and I went three for five. And I was How like, fuck, I feel, suck though. today. It feels miserable. Like it I, feels bad. Then some, so lately, but today I, I got it done by like noon. Love it. it was, Love yeah. it. But the thing I've been doing lately is I'll sit down to journal at like 10 o'clock at night. Because if I don't journal at night, sometimes it's hard for me to go to sleep without just writing a bunch of yeah, shit down. Yeah, you're saying that. So if I like have three to five done, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to get up and do it. And I'll go for a two-hour grind session from 10 to 12.30. But because I don't have to be in the office at a certain time, I can do that. Yeah. I really love but one thing I've noticed is, so I listened to this wrestling podcast. This guy was a, another Olympian. He's all about, he's probably the best kids coach in the country. It's all about self-development and improving. Like, it's like learning. Like, are you going to learn a new skill today? So you have to really put a focus on getting better each day. Mm-hmm. And not just saying that, but like literally thinking, okay, am I getting better at my pitch? Am I, am I learning something? So now my sales day is divided into three things. Okay. And I just did a presentation or a company on this. So a sales person... You have three things to do in a day, right? Yeah. The way I see it. I'd like to see if you agree with this. Okay. Get meetings with accounts who don't. So it's create ops. How do you create ops? Get meetings. Okay. Okay. Step two, move your meetings forward. So so it's pipe creation, pipe progression. Okay. You get meetings with, do you have a bucket of people you don't have meetings with? Get some meetings with them. Um, Then you have a list of your pipeline. How do you move those forward? Pipe progression and three is learning. So it's pipe creation, pipe progression, learning. Where do you put... Um, like the relationship side of a customer. That's pipe progression. It doesn't have to be something, you're not asking for a meeting, but you're progressing the pipe by building value, value for them. Providing value. Okay. Yeah. okay. And it could be something your company doesn't offer at all. And like every Sunday, I'll go through my goals for the week and like, okay, for this opportunity, I need to, I need to get the demo scheduled, but then I need to provide value. So what am I going to do? And the only way you know how to provide value is by learning. Okay. So, I'll spend... Learning's pretty subjective, though. Like, that, anything can be seen as learning. But but it's no? something... But I have a list of things. So, like, for example, I was in a, some meetings the past couple of weeks, and I really didn't understand the concept of, like, a coupled CMS versus a decoupled CMS, right? And that seems to be coming up a lot. And so, I that was my thing last week. I wanted to master that. So, I, okay. every day I read at least an hour on that. Okay. And now I feel really good about it. Whereas, like, the week before, it was... Um, like, I didn't feel real good about it, my pitch for insurance companies. So I recorded myself all week. Like, I focused on – now, and I, it comes up in meetings. Like, you're going to be in meetings and you, people are talking about something you might act like you know what you're talking about. Like, right. do you really? Like, right. that should be on your list for learning. Right. So I have an ongoing list of things that are going to be on my next week's list. Mm. Interesting. So I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really – And then how do you allocate your time? Let's say you work. Well, it depends on your territory. At the beginning, it was all op creation. I had no, I had no ops to progress. Yeah, But now true. I have – dozen ops whatever and it's a i am still doing creation with new accounts so like the accounts i can't get into how do i get into them but so now it's probably 25 percent creating meetings it's wherever you're looking trying to balance it and then eight and then 50 no i would say it's 10 percent getting meetings now 80 percent moving the meetings forward and then 10 percent learning learning and maybe even more learning because like the only way you can provide value is by reading new shit right if you don't learn something new that day like yeah, I put I put a post out this morning. I was re- I was reflecting this morning about my first ever face to face meeting with a customer. 
I remember it clear as fucking day. How awful. And it was about, you know, uh, two weeks. We had six weeks of training. So it was about like two weeks into after that. So two months out of college, two months into the job. I don't know shit about sales. I don't know shit about the company. I don't know what products we sell. I don't know their customer. Fucking scared. And so I go in there. It's me, my boss, our SVP of sales, and we go in there with their CMO and a VP and then like a couple mid-level marketers. And we're pitching a big deal. Really? Like a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like we we somehow spurred it up and it's... Uh, yeah, seven several hundred thousand dollars. Like, probably for perspective, like, you close that half deal, like, that's half my quota yeah. for the next year. Right. And I remember we go, like, we're like, all right, we're going to bring in lunch and we're going to go through it all. And, you know, my job is obviously, like, I go fucking get the sandwiches for everyone. And we go in there, we're driving in, and, you know, we do the introductions. And I don't say one word outside of the intro. No, outside oh, of the yeah. introductions. But I ate two honey turkey sandwiches Jesus. during the meeting. And we ended up closing the deal. Not Nothing due to my... You could have been dead to deal with it. Yes. <laughs> I could have been in the bathroom the whole time. Dude. But that was a... that my, The point of telling that story is like, after that, like, yeah, it was great to get the deal because I got paid on it. But like, it was fucking embarrassing. embarrassing. And so then like, from that point on, I was like, I need to fucking read article. Like, I subscribe to like the Marketo blog. I subscribe to... Uh, like serious decisions, CMO, all these things. Like, gotta learn. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, get more confident. Like, start taking meetings by yourself. Start yeah. doing all the things that you gotta do. Yeah. So it's like, you gotta build the confidence up. So it's funny you say that because I do remember my first meeting well and it was awful. And I wish I would have known this, this thought process I'm about to share for my first couple years in sales. But most of the time when you feel uncomfortable, it's that you're fearing what you're. To, Oprah only has two emotions. She says we only have two emotions fear or love, right? And it's, I think about this. But every other week, I'll come back to this where I'm in a state of anxiety. I'm like, all right, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid of being embarrassed. Okay. I'm afraid of what, right? So fear or love, right? So everything is rid of those two emotions. Okay. So being stressed is just you're scared of something. Anxiety anxiety is being worried about something in the past or the future. Okay. Okay. So Agreed. You're not, if you're anxious, you're not present. Right. Okay. And then, so it's whenever I get a little tight in the chest, which I try not to anymore, but... I go back to Gervais thing. Are you having constriction thoughts or expansion thoughts? Mm. Like a constriction thought is one that says, like let's say you're worried about, you committed a deal in the beginning of July and it's it might not come in. And you start thinking about it, it might not coming in. You feel tightness in your chest. That's a constriction mm-hmm. thought, right? Whereas an expansion thought is how good it's going to feel for it to close. Or right. things you can do now to control it, right? right. And honestly, your, your blog on the five things you can control, I write that down about every day. Dude, I love that. Did you create those five things? You yeah, really? that that happened one day because what are the five? Hit them. So I, I know what they are, but I'll I'll say. But I, that happened one day because I I was at a meeting. I remember, and we had this deal, and we had you know someone high up at the company. Like we rolled it up. It was going to be a big deal. Everyone was bought in. They told us in the meeting. We literally pitched something. They told us in the meeting. This looks great. I want you to double it, and then we'll sign the I O. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we go out to dinner that night. How good are you one. feeling? Oh my god, I'm the cock of the walk. <laughs> <laughs> and then Another a week, bottle. a week later, everyone gets fired. A week later, every, <laughs> stock, that company stock goes from like forty to, to like two dollars. Oh. I'm not gonna say the company, obviously, but I, I remember that day. 
they're they're in business, but no. Um, so no the next is. week, what happened? So the next week, you know, my my contact, I'm close with her. She's like, yeah, like these three people just Did you got send fired. The contract over or no? Yeah, the contract's in their hands. And so they're like, thanks, we're gonna process this. Everyone. Everyone's like, the deal's coming in. It's a big deal. I mean, it's a pretty good sized yeah. deal. Yeah, I felt good so about it. You sent the contracts. You sent it, and then like you know, four days later, she's like, yeah, like I just caught word these four people got fired. Like I'm probably I'm gonna be out soon too. And I'm like, is this an email whoa, or a call. And I'm like freaking heart out, heart drops, because I like the people too, and I'm, you know, I'm disappointed that they left, and like we worked so hard on the deal, everyone knows about it, and I'm like this, this is not gonna happen. Like, there's no chance. You also fear what other people. Like, you have fear that now, but you're gonna tell your bosses. Right. There's all that. Yeah. And my boss's boss, everyone knows about it. So then, I'm like starting to feel like a little freaked out, and I just get like this Wait, fucking this? wave of emotion. Sometime last year, okay, middle of last year, and um, and I just go over to my notebook. I'm just like, just start writing. Just middle of the day, like after a sales call, yeah. just start writing for like pages. And then I just get to this thing. I'm like, you gotta just control what you control. I'm like, what can I control right now? It's like I can control, like what I say. I can control how I treat people. I control my mindset. I can control my work ethic. I can control uh, my wellness. Like getting wellness, good sleep, yeah. working out, all that stuff. And I write that down. I'm like. Only focus on these things, and I put it on my desk. And then, like you know, a couple months later, I wrote an article about it. Right, but it was I just like it. it just came from like emotion. It was like this is fuck. I need I needed that for me. I didn't need that that to put on the internet. I, I love that it, it just came natural. Like you, you didn't have like a, a you didn't have like a prop from like an editor of a publication. It's like hey, we need something on this. Great. No, you just thought of it. No, that's it's, a, yours. it's yeah. the same. I got this woman that's gonna come on the show. Plug that <laughs> wrote oh, this right. book. Her. Like mom died, and then a week or a month later, her husband. She was 26, and her husband died, random heart attack. Like he was 26. What's this lady do now? Hmm? How do how'd you know about this lady? Well, this because she's a psychiatrist or a psychologist, whatever. Different. I don't know the difference. One can prescribe meds. One can. Mm. Value. That is the difference. Um. But anyway, she that happened, and she was grieving, and then like one random day, she wrote down. Here are 13 things that mentally strong people do not do. And she wrote that down, and then she, and then she wrote an article about it, went fucking viral, and then she wrote a book about it, and now I reached out to her because I saw that. On this topic, have you listened to Finding Mastery, Miss Val, UCLA gymnast coach? No. How good? Dude, it's... You looked at me like I Before just killed your fucking podcast started, child. Goes, I've listened to every Finding Mastery. Yeah, that's on the podcast. That's on this one? Yeah, it is. I've listened to every Finding Mastery... This, recently is that a this one? is within the past year this is good okay. after the ufc guy vitor belt anyway listen miss val it's all about gratitude mm. um and what you can control mm. anyway man what was i gonna say though oh of your five things though yeah one that is really 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 fucking important is who said this concise with your words I, you have to be precise with your with your language that's mike gervais that? and he said it about I, that about a thousand is, times I interviewed, and that was like the only. And time he I said ever it about your language and your body language. Uh, no, but it's both. also in four agreements. It is. That's part of. Um, that's a, one of the agreements. The word is all you have, so it's concise. With be your, impeccable with your word. Impeccable with your word. But, but he Gervais says, says precise he, with your language. He meant body language. Yeah, it's all you have. But it could be verbal language too. Right. But like every word is worth a million dollars. Like it means you shouldn't be running around. That's why you should practice. I've been practicing out loud my pitches at my house before these big meetings because I want to be as crisp and short. You're not as saying possible. um. You're not saying no. this. You're not saying that. And short. 
But that's also for your personal thing, life. Like you don't get angry and go yell at your friend or your mom you or your girlfriend, and then you have to regret saying that. Yeah. Or you don't walk into the office or you walk into anywhere with like your shoulders slumped and like you yeah. look like a fucking depressed little whatever. My next like you gotta is, be exuberant. Um, Tim Ferriss recommended thirty day no complaint challenge. Yeah, is that a book? Yeah, Uh, that's the name of it. I know, I know the challenge. It's, it's, but it's from that book. Do you know who wrote it? I could tell. I'd like to read that. It's really short. Yeah, I'd like to read that. But it's all about. That's so important. But precision of language is how often are you complaining about X, Y, or Z? You should never complain. Never complain. I mean, we have it too good. We have it. We're in the top point one percent of humans of all time. Ever. Easily. I mean, we're drinking red wine. At an Airbnb in Upper Washington, Dude. before making pasta and eat, running a race tomorrow, and drinking craft beer. And I and I flew three thousand <laughs> miles to get here. That was a four-month trip where you lost an aunt, uncle, and two dogs. You walk in, Dude. You got to kill a you few boar along the way. So we're in, we're up in Seattle. I think I've said this about a thousand times. Tommy's coming from San Francisco. I'm coming from Chicago. Even for you to get here, you had to cross the fucking mountains to drive here. It'd have been twelve hours. We could fly here. Yeah. And to have the resources to fly, I mean, how lucky. Fly. I got upgraded to uh, extra leg room on my flight, so yeah, it was and a pretty I'm, easy way to get. I'm A class Southwest, so I get on within the first 15, I get I get the exit row, yeah. leg room as well. Yeah. But I know Unreal. a lot of people who have literally never left the state. So even Which among Americans, though, we're very fortunate. Yeah, no, I mean, like, even, extremely yeah. extremely Like fortunate. crazy. That's why when I went to that Tony Robbins event, before that, I knew... Like, gratitude's important, generally. Like, yeah, that makes sense in my head. But I never really felt it. Like, when I'd write, I'd be like, I'm writing, I feel I grateful. Feel grateful but then it's like, going through exercise, like, close your eyes and just think for a second. Like, think about the fucking coffee that I drank this morning. Like, people went through some heavy physical labor for that. They went through some crazy shit so I could have a nice caffeine boost because I was a little sleepy. Because I only slept six hours instead of eight. In your fucking bed and you're... Yeah, my nice, my 500 feet thread count, whatever it is. Like, it's just like so, it's so easy. That's why, like, I think it's, and we both think that it's really important to do some of these, whether it's a a fitness challenge or whether you're pushing yourself uh, to break a habit or you're putting yourself through on, like, you're pushing yourself to read 30 minutes a day to, like, put yourself in a stressful, Dude, not stressful, you have to push but, the wall back but every day. If you push don't, it. It's just like you get softer and day. softer, dude. And then to your point about appreciating things more, this is the Aubrey Marcus book. I don't know if you got there or not yet. I don't think you have. Own the day, own your life. I'm halfway through. Best book ever. I've gifted it three times already. You have. It's Two, a thick one. Random buddy of mine in Ohio. Boy, I like how he writes as he would talk. Like it's he not brilliant. Like it's not brilliant writing. Let's let's be very clear. Like yeah. he's not like fucking Jimmy Elton's through that right now. Stephen King, but right. he. He writes as he would talk. He's kind of funny. But in one of the chapters, it goes, right before you're about to eat, take a step back and look at your plate, and you go... I haven't been there yet. All right, so let's say you're eating... Here's a common meal I'll eat, right? Fucking steak, sautéed broccoli, and then I I do this... uh, Essentially sweet potatoes, but I blend it up in butter and almond milk. It's really good. Blend it? Yeah. So it's like a soup? No, no, no. It's like mashed potatoes. Oh. Mashed. With almond milk. It's really good, though. Yeah. Oh. Never yeah. heard of that. All right. Anyway, so let's say let's say my meal is steak, mashed sweet potatoes, and broccoli. You take a minute to look at, okay, what all went into this? So it's like, all right, well, I cooked the steak in grass-fed butter. So I'm thinking of, like, that dairy cow in Wisconsin, someone going through the work to milk that fucking cow, get the mm. grass-fed butter, right? Okay, yep. then you got the steak. 
That's and from, they had to churn the butter. Churn the butter, yep. right? Then you okay. got the steak. That's that's a beef cow. So, well, like, and then like, okay, what did that beef cow eat? And what else lived off that beef cow? And like, mm. what other what are, like? So that thing got that thing ate grass that got light from the sun. So that's like that's all part of you now. That energy from the sun's all part of you. Mm. So that thing ate the grass. It probably ate some other shit. You got energy from that. Yeah. What kind of like things are living off the cow? Like flies and all this like. So like all this stuff's living off of it, right? We're all getting light. The sun's coming out in the grass. You're getting the energy. You're getting all of it in you. And yeah. then, okay, the broccoli. Well, how did that grow? Well, it got it got water from the sky. Like, mm. thank God, right? And, like, and it got, again, light from the sun, right? So and hopefully no pesticides hopefully no or any of that shit. So you look and say, man, this is an incredible thing that we have all this right here. Yeah. It's just a meal. So I've been doing... Let's enjoy this. Let's enjoy it. And I've been doing, especially when I'm on the road, the phone doesn't come out when I'm eating a meal anymore. Say, say that again? The phone doesn't come out when I'm eating a meal anymore. Ooh, that's important. New one, and I'm loving it. Because when I'm that's on the road by myself, me. I could be eating and looking at my phone, and I'm chewing, and I'm not even thinking about how good it tastes. I feel like we I feel like we sleepwalk through so much nowadays, exactly. where it's like, you don't... I've been... I'm not good at this uh, inherently. I've been trying to get better, is like, doing things... Like, like, for example, I don't list, I don't have my headphones in when I walk to work anymore, because I want to... I do some things where I say my goals out loud and shit like that, yeah, but I also like it. to I also like to like look at the building and just be like, I've I've walked the same commute for a year and a half, and sometimes I'm like, that's a building right there. Like you should know you should know what's around you, but we're always looking at our phones or listening to something yeah. or not paying attention when we're eating or when we're talking to someone. We have our phone out. It's like like what's the then call? you get to the end of the day and you're like, what did I do today? I don't know. I went on Instagram 72 times and like well, let me ask you this what's what's the color of the inside of the elevator you ride every day tan I'm guessing <laughs> I don't know you've been know. in the building I don't tell know me. either but that's the thing like you ride that fucking thing every day twice a day and you can't <laughs> tell me what the color of the wall of the floor is like oof now, I, I, the floor I could not tell you of an elevator the wall maybe the or wall like, I think is silver right no like, I just knows? gave you two colors I clearly I don't know tan silver you're reaching but I, I don't know either I wouldn't be able to tell you yeah. like what's the color of like the carpet in the lobby of the apartment building we used to live in well it's like it's a wood floor but like what's the color of the carpet on the steps you walk past those fuckers a thousand times you know no, yeah it's so, crazy the no the no phone at eating time whether it, I'm by myself whether I'm at a restaurant on the road which is really easy because you're just bored by yourself right something got from Arvin Marcus and I'm loving it so that's a new thing Actually, and I'm supposed to write a blog on three things I'm doing this year that I like. That's one of them. I forgot. And for people that are trying to keep going, listen. People that are trying to eat healthier, and people that are trying to portion control, it's and a lot. I mean, if you're if you're on your phone the whole time and you're not paying attention to what you eat, you can just shovel down. I could shovel down a full bag of tortilla chips, but if I'm actually thinking about it and thinking about like what the fuck am I eating and how much of it, then you know, kind of changes the game. Focusing on what you're eating and slowing down and chewing a lot is obviously huge. Yeah. Um, I just grabbed a paper towel from the kitchen. Right uh, just I, a constant idea of bubble going on. Humble brag. I owe Jeff Steen at Early to Rise a blog. Um, it's kind of like I'm writing a book, but I'm not. It's a <laughs> it's a a I got a book deadline. It's a memoir. Three things this year. No phone. Three things this year. That what are the three? Well, I have. Give us a preview. I never know. An app I literally would die without of. Um, Love Evernote. Um, so I would think three things I'm doing would be my pass-fail day concept. So when I'm at, yep. for my, my main goal today on a mission, the three things I do 
I found myself staying up to like one in the morning doing it because I don't want to let myself down. Like my mm. goal for a week is to have five past days in a row. Yeah, it's hard to string together five yeah. consistent days. Yeah, it is. So like, one is like the concept of a pass fail day. The second one is the phone. No phone while eating. Yeah, I love it. And while I'm doing my three things for the day, and you'll get to this in Aubrey Marcus book during the work section. I got to the work section. Like when I'm doing my number one thing, so like I, I might spend my first 30 minutes in my office might be zeroing out the inbox, yeah. right? Getting everything ready. I'm getting warm. I'm completing some tasks. I'm zeroing out the inbox. Got some momentum. Then I go into like what's my number one thing for the day? Yep. Let's say it's prepping for a meeting. I turn the phone off. I'm prepping for two and a half, three hours. I light a candle and it's go time. And I'm not, I only have one tab open. The phone is on airplane mode. I am so hot and cold with being able to cut out distractions. Oh. Like today, laser focus. Yeah. As as a coffee shop, fucking killed it. Yeah. Some days though, it's like, all right, I'll do three minutes of the task. Let me check Instagram. Two minutes of the task. Let me check email. And then like, once I get into that circle, then once I train my brain for the day that I'm allowed to do that. It's so it's impossible for me Dude, to get out of it. It's a fucking vicious circle of do you check Instagram, you refresh, you check Facebook messengers because you maybe did some like podcast prospecting on Facebook. You I think it's important to st- to it's how you start the day. Right. First, remember we used to be real good about first hour of the day airplane mode. You still do that? I don't look at the phone. I don't know if it's first hour. Probably first thirty minutes though. I don't. I set. I shut off the alarm. No snooze. See, my and thing is, uh, you got that. But my thing is that I meditate right away. And I use an app on my phone. I unpl- when I flip it open. That's I'll, why I stopped using the app. So I stopped. When I flip it off airplane mode, though, I'll look at a text. I'm like, ooh. Oh, and then you're texting me. And then you're gone. And then I go on Instagram. And I'm like, then it's noon. But then like, how? <laughs> sometimes I look down. I'm like, I've checked this fucking thing 45 times. I'm yeah. Like, Throw it against the wall. Yeah. I can't stand it, dude. It's but that's also. Being mindful of what that is. All it is is just dopamine hits. Instagram like, email, text, whatever, Facebook post. It's just a dopamine. It's just like, like, it's kind of like thinking about food where Joe Rogan always says, and I, I try to take this to mind, is he calls it um, just mouth pleasure. Mouth pleasure. Like, yeah, it's, it's nice to eat ice cream every once in a while. But like, all that is is just mouth pleasure. What you what you really need to do is have things that are going to be good for you and make you feel good and make you energized and things like that. Looking at Instagram ten times a day is just like mind pleasure. Like it's not going to be productive. But it also creates a little bit of stress, like unhealthy stress. Oh yeah, and then it's like it's it's constant stress. You're like, comparing yourself to other people. I'm not getting likes. This guy's so jacked. This oh, guy's so rich. Look at his one, yacht. Like the Whatever. thing is that every once in a while on Instagram, I'll see something from The Rock or I'll see something from Tim Kennedy or Joe Rogan. It makes it all worthwhile. But oh. I get anxiety thinking about like. I kind of want to just. Do, I kind of want to only follow The Rock and like Tim maybe Kennedy, Tim Kennedy and maybe Jocko. Jocko. And that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, no, 100 though. But dude, let's talk about your 30-day challenge. No snooze. Hit me. Did you, I gotta know this before we start? I'm Did not you get this after I told you about Goggins' 30-day challenge to do a thousand push-ups a day? I think this was. I'm not sure. I'm honestly just curious. It, it depends when you told me because I started this on July 1st because I just wanted to do the whole month you of know July. About Goggins thing. You told me about it. Right. You might have told me about it first, and that might have inspired it. But I was Hit getting into this. I was getting into this rut where. I'm pretty disciplined in a lot of things I do. I think that's one of my strong points. But one what of them... What's the 30-day challenge? 30, the 30-day challenge is not hitting the snooze okay. button. How'd we get there? How'd we get there? So, 
yeah, I, I think I'm pretty disciplined. One thing I was not disciplined in is hitting the snooze. So I get up early. I get up 4.30, 4.45, maybe 5 every morning. I go to bed early. And um, I was getting in this habit where I even set my phone across the room. It's not next to my bed. I get up. Doesn't matter. It hits snooze. And then I go back to bed. Or even worse, I'll turn the alarm off. I'll reset a new alarm 30 minutes and then get into bed. And I don't go back to sleep because I'm too kind of jacked up. But then, then I just think and I have these excuses. Oh. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm getting sick. I need another eight minutes of sleep. It was getting ridiculous to the point where I was just, I just thought it was a bad precedent to start the day with that type of mindset. So I put a post on Instagram. I said, if I, I guess it's just my word, but if I hit snooze, that next night I'm going to sleep on the floor. And I mean, I'm going to do it. And people thought I was fucking, my mom was like, you're crazy. No, I haven't had to yet. There was two days ago. No, yesterday I flew to Seattle and my flight was at six. My alarm was at three 30 <sighs> and I got, I hit the phone. I hit dismiss and I was standing with my phone next to my bed for probably four minutes. I was like, I want to get back in those covers so bad. I didn't. Um, but I think that's going to be my new thing once a month. It. Put it out there for the accountability. A dozen people have asked me, hey, like, you snoozing? What's the deal? But it's also your side. You'd feel guilty if you did it. Yeah. yeah but then you, especially if you didn't sleep on the floor. Like, Oh, I'm going to sleep on There's no doubt The thing about is that. that I like to say, okay, the number one thing for the day for my, for my sales career, I need to start at 7 a.m. So I need, it usually takes me about an hour and a half to get through my shit and be ready. Yeah. If I'm not working out. Okay. Weirdly, it takes an hour and a half. I don't know how. It okay. takes like an hour and a half. So I'm like, all right, I need to get up at 5.15. Well, sometimes I'm like, well, I can sleep till 6. Then I'm doing, then I don't start my day till 7.30. And again, I'm just getting anxiety thinking about it. Like, just fucking get up. Right. You feel, you don't, you only feel tired for those first three minutes. Right. Then you're it's good. Like, but it, it literally is the worst three minutes. To me, it seems like the worst three minutes. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's like, God. people say not to, I know, yeah. we're, we're cruising. People say like, you shouldn't make big decisions when you're, emotional or you're under the influence or all that like you shouldn't make a big decision like when to start your day or whether to work out or not when you've been asleep for eight hours and like you're groggy and then you're that's when you decide yeah. you're gonna not work out or you're not gonna do this or you're not gonna do that like you're not you're not thinking with a clear head yeah. you're thinking with a clear head the night before when you said that alone you feel so motivated like and then you wake up and you just feel like dude, shit that's why i set my background in this new thing but i don't even read it. let me read this to you but i don't read it every morning and I set it as my background, so when I saw my alarm in the morning, I wouldn't do it. Because, like, as soon as I wake up and I start thinking about The Rock, Joe Rogan, yeah, I feel great and I don't want to let them down. Right. But, like, when I'm waking up, I don't feel... I mean, it's, it's like some of those... Those inspirational people are important because they... I mean, The Rock, he flies for 32 hours, then he goes no sleep, works out for seven hours, goes for a three-day run and... Three-day uh, photo shoot in China. He's shaking every hand of the China in China, who, and then he flies back and works out again. That's a guy where I don't know if I'd want that life or not. I'd want the Joe Rogan life, but like The Rock seems like The Rock. How often do you see your family? The Rock's life is a lot different than Joe Rogan's. And I like Joe Rogan's balance way more. Here's this thing. I saw this at my favorite. It's called. Um, it's called. Shout out. Um, Sponsoring. Hold on. It's one of my. It's my favorite breakfast place in the world it's called um anyway it's called like green fucking healthy acres whatever it's just like super called healthy acres but the the concept is all the food there comes from a farm they own 70 miles north 
Like on the border of Canada. That's it. Everything they serve. The That's bacon it. is just fucking thick. Eggs are orange yolk. But anyway, at the bath, so this is a really cool spot. Like okay. everyone's happy to work there. It's all it all comes from this one farm. Okay. They have this sign in the bathroom. This is what it. I took a picture of it. This is the beginning of a new day. You have been given this day to use as you will. You can waste it or use it for good. What you do today is important because you're exchanging a day of your life for it. When tomorrow comes, they will be gone forever. And its place is something you have left behind. Let it be something good. That goes back to the fucking same thought 30 minutes ago with Jesse Itzler, your relationship with time. You like, only have one day. One day and just do it well. Yeah. Whatever you're going to do, you don't have to come up with the cure to cancer today. But if you're going to be a salesperson, if you're going to be a dad, if you're going to be a whatever, something. just do a good job. But if you consistently have great days, you will get better. Yes. And, but, and so I, I try to read it every morning. And sometimes, even though it's my fucking background, I don't somehow. I'll see it a thousand times, and sometimes I'll go a day without reading it. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Read this thing. Because when I, whenever I get to the part where it says, it's important because you're exchanging a day of your life for it today. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. It gets me every time. Yeah. So, saw that, and I'm like, man. You know what we should do is yeah. have, we should do a new uh, accountability one. In, I'm going to do it every month. Do one in August. I'm doing the Not that it has to be the same August, one. I've been yeah. like a little... Wimply, but we should dude. do it and fucking keep a keep an update, dude. I love it. I, love I got to think of what my August one's gonna be. I'm not sure right now. Like five workouts a week. I mean, I, that's that's my July one, and I've been June. June is up and down. July, I've been on it, and like I this, mm. I feel so bad to myself. If I don't do it. That yeah. I just do it. Like, like my thing for July was for work. I want to have twenty pass or peace of mind days. I only have peace of mind if I do my three things. But yeah. I pass. I said it pretty aggressive, so that's hard to do. Yeah. And that's why I've been staying up to like midnight sometimes, so I don't want to let myself down. Working I think I want to do something about being a giver. Something about like connecting people, do something for someone else. The connecting people thing, though, so I noticed this. You don't want to like it overdo can't be that. Forced, though. No, 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 you're right. And wrestling, with, so I have this wrestling podcast now, and I know that community, so it's easy to introduce someone and make something happen. Right. And so, like, that was awesome to be able to help yeah. three kids go to Georgia. The country Georgia, right? And do that, but like it can be. Simple. Oh, I didn't realize it was the country. The I was country like, Georgia. You either go to uh, no. it's like Egypt or Atlanta. <laughs> like, no, not quite the this same. Is how uncultured the Americans are, especially where I'm from. Georgia used to be part of the Soviet Union. It's a republic. It borders. It's on the southwest corner of Russia. The country of Georgia. Okay, that's the more I'm you know. From. Anyway, so these kids <laughs> went there, which is unbelievable. Um, but I agree. The helping. It's a help someone rain them. Now, holding the door open at the grocery store doesn't count. No. But, like, I've been doing this lately. If I'm in an Uber and the person's clearly retired, I take the headphones up. Because I know they're doing it, just so they're not lonely. Mm. If it's someone my age, I don't talk to them usually. But They could be lonely too, though. Could be. And that's why I feel bad about it. But sometimes mm. they're just not in the mood. But I don't think that counts as doing something for it someone. It doesn't. But you learn a lot from these people. Yeah. You know, like, I was with this guy the other day, like, some of these older drivers, first of all, if you take an Uber in Omaha, Nebraska, I have a client, I have a customer, or a prospect there, soon to be client. Humble. Humble brag. I was there during the College World Series, by the way, awesome environment. That must be cool. Dude, in Omaha, though, all the Uber drivers, you sit shotgun. They want you to? Yeah. They go, hey, you can sit in the front if you want, bud. If you say no to that, you're an asshole. They're nice. I was riding shotgun in Omaha the whole time. <laughs> and I've never had... More Ubers where it's a pickup truck picks you up. Really? Oh, I've yeah. never been in an Uber pickup truck. Omaha is the only city where I've ever had people walking in the front seat. Mm. Anyway. Um, but talking, but in Omaha, there's a lot of old drivers. That's why I was saying. I talk to them. And you learn a lot from these people. Yeah. Just I had weird a... stories. But the helping people thing, it's just, 
It's simple. Talk to a family member each day, preferably yep. on the phone. Texting to me doesn't really count. So how, about, how about a thing that I got in a, a phase with? I might bring this back, although I'm kind of limited to external outcomes, is uh, calling someone on their birthday. Not texting. It. Yep. Calling. Um, hey, happy fucking birthday. It th- takes three minutes. Three minutes. And, and talk to them for an hour. How excited would you be to get that call? When it's my birthday, I remember, I know the people that called me. I know the people that texted me. I know the people that wrote my Facebook wall. And I know the people that forgot. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember it now, but that yeah. day I'm like, like just pick up like, the phone. Like, where's, so, my, where's my call, mom? And it's, your mom. <laughs> but if it's even like, okay, like maybe I'm not going to call. So I, I ch- so it's help someone random each day, call a family member each day. If I'm even like been on the roll of calling family members and like I don't have anyone left, I'll call a random buddy who's been through yeah. the shit. And yeah, yeah, it's really a great conversation. It, it, that I, counts I as a call family my member. Day. It's his birthday at some point. Um, that counts as a family member. Definitely, a good dude. friend. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's good. We'll how, how about we get into the the race and then we wrap this thing up and eat some okay. dinner? Okay. What time is it? Six thirty. Six thirty-seven. Okay. So. We, as y'all know, we did a marathon last year. Yep. Tommy Tahoe. I won. Training set. He won. Yes. He won. He will not win tomorrow. <laughs> to be clear. It's going to be battle tomorrow. I would. We're neither of us in very good shape. I will die before I lose this race tomorrow. <laughs> I, I can't tell what happened at the end of the last one. <laughs> so we ran a marathon last year in Tahoe. A road marathon. That's where our, Tommy Tahoe was created. Tommy Tahoe was created. And our, one of our idols, Cam Haynes. Sidebar, four people I just absolutely love: Goggins, Rogan, Cam Haynes, Tim Candy, Jocko. So five. Okay. Anyway, they're oh, all about yeah. trail, but these about trail running. So we, yeah. Tommy and I said, when I moved out, so we're trying to have excuses to hang out, but also let's let's have a fucking adventure because yep. doing the Tahoe race is a lot of fun. You get up best weekend of my support, life, maybe. You're like you have like that nervous energy, like you're competing again. We both used to compete. Always compete. Awesome. Always compete. So we're up here. At, it's mid July. And we're up cool. in Edmonds, Washington. Yep. Shout out Edmonds. Cool little Shout city. out to Edmonds. Trail run half marathon tomorrow in the hills. Yep. About foot. Or about an hour from Canada. Mountains. So I like the half marathon. It's enough where you gotta get ready for it. But it's not enough to put the fear in you. And I don't feel the same energy because it's not I'm not scared of the race. No, but it will it's not enough where you need to have crazy training. Right. But it is enough where not only to, not only um, will there be a little fear tomorrow. There there wasn't like leading up to it, but tomorrow there'll be like this will be tough. Tonight. But it's enough where it's gonna be a fucking hell of a workout. Hell of a workout. It'll and take easily two plus hours. We're gonna push the wall back tomorrow. Yes, and that's what that's what matters. Like for me, it's I don't care if it's five miles, a five k, fifty miles, but whatever it is, whatever it is for you, whatever it is for that person, it's pushing the wall back. But you have to run a 5K really fast to push the wall back. Whereas this, you just have to do it, like, because it's going to be Because so it takes early. so long. Right. But, like, a, you get into that place mentally where it's, like, gonna push the fucking if wall you, back. like, a tough-ass 20-minute kettlebell circuit, you're in the pain cave, for sure. That's and you can push you? and you can push the wall back. Yeah. You can. But it's, sure. you can. I'm not discrediting that. But there's something about the time that you spend when it's a long run, or I'm not a biker, but I'm sure it's the same as biking, swimming, anything endurance-wise, where when you reach that point, like, after an hour, hour and a half, like, 
Your body's not supposed to be working out that long consistently with no break and like limited water. You start to feel it, and your head starts to go. And there's different little peaks and valleys too. Like you'll remember, like uh, I can distinctly remember a low point during the marathon, like or you can remember a really great spot where you like shot into yourself. Like yeah, there's there's gonna be peaks and valleys. You're gonna have memories of the race, like. You think you have memories of like your thoughts of the race, but it should be awesome, dude. I can't, can't wait. wait. JDP is running it. She's running the the 5K with us. We're up here. We're getting ready. We're about to cook some pasta. Pasta and tomorrow, and then one of the best things after is just well, one of the some of the best things are the night before the camaraderie. We're getting awesome. fired up. Awesome. Probably listening to little David Goggins. Talk to Morning. You. We're fired up. Eminem, oatmeal. We're ready to go. Cold brew to the eyeballs. We're ready to <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> I got a syringe and hold you ready. Okay? <laughs> got a fucking IV bag in my room. And then just getting hyped up, pushing through, and then when you're done, it's like, all right, IPA burgers, Dude. just laughs. And that Good hour, times that all. That hour before the race is the best energy. You're just fired the fuck up. It's so exciting. And then uh, I think it's important to do whatever it is, like, or if you compete at some like something where there's a competitive environment. Don't you push every down? like once a quarter just like get in there I like this every two after. months like after this we already have a next race set up we're already in the Spartan World Championships humble brag humble brag Italy, Amelia so Boone brag. shout out What's Joe up, DeCena shout talk out talk to him Joey um, <laughs> but I love that we already have something else set up I honestly like every two months because then you're like on the game like you're training you're for tr- going for something you're, you're not just training. like Bench pressing, no. or you're not just running. No. You're doing it because, like, fuck, I gotta be in good shape. You gotta be in good shape. So that's what we're doing up here. Um, so about six thirty, six forty at night, we're gonna cook some pasta, then we're gonna have a little kumbaya here, and then mm-hmm. game time tomorrow. And that's then it. This time tomorrow night, I'll be mangled. <laughs> Seven cheeseburgers, bacon hanging out of my hair, <laughs> French fries scattered on my chest. Yes. Fucking blue cheese you dressing out of my ears. Just- <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunday morning, I just want pancakes and syrup slathered. Yes. Just, just like a, just fucking. Like the rock. And then we're going back to San Francisco. Yeah. Can we kick it? Go yeah. Back to, what is it? 1375 sack? Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't say my address, but yeah, here it is. Hey. Hit me up. Send me a free package. Fifth floor. This is <laughs> All right. He hasn't locked his window on the fire escape in five years. No. So. If you want to get him real scared, have him go up the fire escape. I've never seen him. More scared we'll cut that, that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tahoe. We'll sign off. We'll sign off. Um, yeah, I'm excited, man. Peace and hair grease. How what are you it? listening to? The, you're going to listen to a, a podcast or a random one? I'm going to listen to the, either music. Tim Kennedy Jocko or... I'm just Tim Kennedy on Jocko? Dude, one of the best all time. I might have heard that. Dude, the, the Tim Kennedy on Tim Ferriss, there's a part where... I have heard that one. He's talking to... Tim, Tim Kennedy's like, yeah, it's like talking about the show... Like most dangerous job show he did. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's kind of like these guys clean their windows right here, and then, and then there's that crane out there, and he's like, wait, you notice that crane doesn't have an American flag on the top. <laughs> he's sitting there, and Tim's like, that doesn't seem to please me. Like, no, no, he's like, that bothers me. <laughs> that was hilarious. And then in the Jocko one, Jocko has Tip Kennedy on, and there's asking it's questions from the audience. Oh. And one of the questions, Jocko, and Echo doesn't say a lot in this one. Good. Thank God. Thank Jocko God. sets him up though. He's like Tim. Question from the audience: How do you feel about the the uh, serve or the army removing bayonet training? He goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> John was like, "I know, Tim, I know." But how do you feel about it? He's like, "I want bayonet training back." <laughs> so I'm either gonna listen to Goggins Rogan, Cam Haynes Rogan, or um, Tim Kennedy, probably Jocko. I haven't thought about it enough yet. I'll come back with something. Yeah, I want, I want, um, 
A prediction? I want a time prediction for you. For your race. I predict I beat you by 38 minutes. 38 minutes. I what do you think you're going to get? What do you think? I have no I think concept of time. I've never run a half marathon like race. I have. You have, but it was not the. It, it wasn't was a road, trail. and it was the second half of the San Francisco Marathon, so it was a fast, flat. fast half. And you did that I under, say flat, under, but under two hours, right? Under two hours, which I was proud of. Yeah, like at one fifty-eight or something, something like that. Yeah, which is like a. This is gonna be like two thirty. Yeah. Give me a prediction. Honestly, let's think say we have the same time. What do you think we run? Two twenty-eight. Two twenty-eight. I think we I could think. do two twenty. But I also think the downhill is gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of downhills. So, but the trail. But you don't run fast on a downhill trail. You got. I guess, but you can't like, like sprint. sprint, You're gonna fucking fall. And do you think we'll fall tomorrow? I think I'll have one or two where I have to have my hand break me, break my fall. I hope I'm I'm kind of clumsy. First twelve miles, if not all the way through it. The marathon is one of my only regrets that we did not finish at the same time. Really upset me. We were going to. I I. Caught up with you at twenty. I was shouting at you like a maniac. And then you had some digestive issues. I had some digestive issues, which I don't foresee but happening tomorrow. For me to catch you was unbelievable. It's great you were feet. So far ahead. I hit, I peaked too early. Peaked too early. I was so happy to see you. And I I hit 20. such a stride on like miles fourteen to twenty, and then by like or fourteen to eighteen, then eighteen, I was like, fuck Dude. me. It was so. I just timed it poorly. I was. Cruising. I was glad to meet up with you though. That I was like, that no. Was fun. Yeah, my at legs. At twenty, how up. deep were we at twenty? You were just yelling. Deep. Just yelling, Shouting. always compete. My mom called me. She's like, are you still running? That was ridiculous that Dude. your mother decided to call you. And not only that, and that you a, answered it. It was a slap in the face. She's like, wait, you're still running? You're like, like eight hours in. I'm like, fuck you, mom. All right? Yeah, it's, it's slow because we're at altitude. That's people don't get. Altitude. And the elevation. Okay, it's not that. It was nine. It was like nine degrees when we started, too. Degrees. It wasn't like 65 and so, flat. Get, so when I say this, altitude is like how high above sea level we are. We're high. Out, and then the elevation is the up and down of the race. It wasn't. It was sloping up and down because it's a road, but you're still going up and down a lot. Into right. A lot. Yeah. This is going to be more steep up and downs. Yeah. No altitude. Thin. Sometimes, yeah. Thin trails. I'm going to so, be starting off slow. I don't know about you. We're going to go super slow. Yeah. It's like we did at the, at the marathon. Yeah. We started like 12-minute miles. We need that because my legs will die out at I really mile wanted to just get to... Actually, I'm really looking forward to this race, so I don't want to like skip over any part of it. Or is it like the marathon? I just want to get to like mile 16 and then grind it out from there. Mm. This I'm like really looking forward to the whole the thing. Whole way but through. Mile eight or nine is where it's really gonna be. Let's go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah. So, all right. Well, maybe we'll do a little uh, post post half recap. We'll also do. We'll one at least do a video. Months. Maybe do a little video action before, during, Dude, after. Might do a little just mix. Just this. What? Four person podcast in tahoe for the world championships oh i'll bring my recorders you yeah. should have your own i'll have a recorder by love seamus you rich and i four person oh yuck fest on friday night before let's go that'll be sick. yuck fest dude. yeah that'll be good so that'll be four people that'll be fun if any else anyone else is coming to the race you're not invited on the podcast all those four people are in yeah let's be very clear if you're in that race do not talk to us do not message me don't, i don't want to hear about it okay um and yeah so uh I'll, I'll sign off with that. I'm signing off. Um, Pesto to- time, baby. TomAlamo.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Share it with your friend. Share it with your grandma. Get it. Get it. Get That's it. all I got.